Well, we've all seen the headlines. Something is killing people who use vaping products, and something is leaving thousands of others with permanent lung damage. Yeah, what was initially marketed as the safe alternative to smoking cigarettes has now catapulted into this industry that's leaving some people, at the very least, baffled, right? What's in this stuff? Hi, everybody. I'm Macy Jepson. And I'm Pete Kenworthy, and this is Healthy at UH. Today we'll break down what is happening in emergency rooms across the country as people are succumbing to damaged lungs after vaping. And we're going to discuss whether vaping is, or whether it can be, this healthy option for smokers the way that it was initially marketed. So Pete, uh, you and I have talked about this. You don't have a lot of backstory. I do. Um, We always told our kids, listen, vaping will put moisture in your lungs. That can't be a good thing. We don't know. This is new. Set them down. Scared them to death. They didn't try it in high school. Then one of our college daughters comes home this summer, and about two months into the summer, she starts coughing this wet, deep cough. I'm like, what is going on? Antibiotics didn't fix it. I'm worried. Gary's worried. We walk into her room. He finds this thing that looks like a thumb drive into her computer. He pulls it out, and it's a vaping product. We have a long talk. We sit down. We have a family discussion. He found her pods, by the way. No, it wasn't THC. But she had gotten it as a gift at the beginning of summer and started using it. And guess what? About two weeks after she stopped, the cough went away. It was scary for us. At the end of the day, though, we still don't know exactly what happened and what went wrong. Yeah, and the good news is she's okay today. But yes, she is. As we like to say, we're not the experts here, right? Yeah. Um, but Dr. Benjamin Boswell is. Uh, he's an emergency room physician from University Hospitals. He's on the front lines in our ER, and he has firsthand uh, knowledge of what these illnesses look like. Doctor, first of all, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. We have all seen enough headlines to know that something isn't right here, right? But the question is, well, this is what keeps going through my head. Cigarettes aren't going to send you to the emergency room, but vaping can. So what's going on? You're actually seeing people in the emergency room as a result of vaping. Yeah, we are. So what we're really referring to is uh, previously known as vaping-associated lung disease, which has become um, well-known to the medical population. It's becoming progressively worse, and we actually have a new definition as of October 11th, 2019, and it's called e-cigarette or vaping product use-associated lung injury, or e-valley, E-V-A-L-I. And what this is, is simply put, it's causing lung damage or acute lung injury. So, you know, there's a lot of discussions about what could be the cause, and the CDC has been very aggressive with trying to find out what is causing these issues. So, you know, and it can go any, it can be anything from mild, like um, like an acute asthma attack in, in an asthmatic or something that mimics an asthma attack in, in a young, healthy individual to something more severe is in causing them to actually be have mild hypoxia or difficulty with oxygenation because of uh, acute lung injury, or even the most severest form, we've seen patients that have had to actually have um, cardiopulmonary bypass because of this uh, severe lung injury. And so we're hearing that there isn't one common denominator across the board with these illnesses, but a majority, some people are saying as high as you know, 70%, it's related to THC. So take that out, and is the problem solved? Not necessarily. So what we have found is that the majority of patients that have been diagnosed with um, E-Valley are approximately, depending on which study you read, is anywhere from 70 to 85% of patients that have E-Valley did admit to use of uh, THC pods or vaping pods. But also, there is a significant portion of patients that uh, have been diagnosed with E-Valley that have not used THC. The most common culprits we have um, 
that we feel are are um, nicotine and THC. So approximately, depend, again, depending on the paper you read, approximately 58% of patients um, say they've used nicotine pods. And like I said before, you know, anywhere from 7 to 85% have used THC pods. Is it possible that numbers, and maybe I shouldn't go down this road, but is it possible that numbers even closer to 100% because people aren't admitting to THC being in there? I guess there's no way to know that. Yes, absolutely. And I'm glad you said that because I was um, thinking the same thing. And that's what we've all thought is a lot of times patients will not admit to using THC because it is a component of marijuana. So absolutely. Mm, okay. Um, so doctor, let's talk about what, what is in these pods that is so concerning. So what we believe is exactly the burning of the oils in the pods. So whether it's flavoring oils or um, uh, which has been the most commonly believed causative agent, what we've recently found is something called vitamin E acetate um, as of a recent um, uh, paper released by the CDC which is what we believe it to be. But also in the burning of these oils, there's uh, something called hydrocarbons, which we know can be very damaging to tissue. There was a recent study put out a few months ago showing the different substances that have been released from burning um, vaping pods anywhere from, again, these damaging hydrocarbons, but specifically we found things such as formaldehyde, as, as we know is a uh, preservative agent we use for tissues and cadavers. Um, there's also been things discovered like toluene or benzene, which are common chemicals and solvents, which uh, these are just three examples of approximately 80 different volatile compounds that they've found in these substances. And we need to, I guess, underscore the fact, and people probably know this, but it's not FDA regulated, is it? Or not to a great extent? Correct. So a lot of these um, pods are actually retrieved from or bought in uh, head shops or or shops selling smoking products, which are not FDA regulated. So there's a lot of substances in these pods that we don't even know about yet. I want to go back to when we talked about cigarettes aren't putting you in the ER, but vaping is. How quickly is that happening? Is, is this something where you could vape a couple times and these chemicals get in your system and you're in the ER, you're at least having to see a doctor that quickly? Yeah, um, so that's what we found is that there are these these episodes of acute lung injury, and and the question is how much or how little does it take? We don't really know. We have had episodes where we've had I've seen a patient who says they've only been using it for a couple of weeks and had a very significant lung injury, and then there's also patients who've been vaping for years and years and never had a problem once. So it's and this is also part of the uncertainty of what is causing this? Is this new because of something we're just now recognizing? Or is this new because now it's become more popular, so more and more people are using it, and more and more companies are producing pods that are perhaps not even regulated, especially with these head shops? So what would you say to a former smoker who says, wait a minute, this is a better alternative for me? I've got a friend who's been doing it for a few years now, no issue. Um, is there ever a safe way to do this? It's a very good question. Um, you know, traditionally we thought that this was a safer alternative to smoking, and in fact, some in some cases it is because there are there are at least initially considered to be less carcinogenic materials in vape pods as there are in traditional cigarettes. However, we're finding that there are plenty of there are lots of carcinogenic components, as well as these hydrocarbons and vitamin E acetate, which are causing acute lung injury. So one of the things that cigarette smokers were thinking. Uh, that would be better for them is they're eliminating the tobacco, right? They're, they're just now getting their nicotine fix, I guess, uh, with something like this, but the dangers are still there, even though they're different dangers. Is that what you're saying? And then, there, and then there's these other things 
even beyond nicotine. Yeah, correct. And so um, what's interesting is that the amount of nicotine in the vaping pods is not regulated. So they're still being exposed to nicotine, but then we are not even certain how much nicotine there are in these pods. So it'd be very, very easy for um, users to actually get more nicotine from the vaping pods than they would from, from cigarettes. There are many people who are using this product who would probably still contend this is still safer for me than smoking cigarettes. True or false? Initially thought true. However, recently we're finding out that that's actually false. Worse for you than cigarettes. Correct. In the, in, at least in this setting. Um, overall, it's really hard to say, I guess. But I would say for me personally, from what has been, uh, what we've been seeing, is that um, vaping is causing a very serious acute lung injury and, and in some cases leading to death. And, and so, doctor, as we wrap this up, what would you say to uh, a person who is thinking about using this as an alternative or just for fun? For me, just because of these episodes of the acute lung injuries or, or E-Valley, I would say you should strongly avoid um, vaping. Now, when you compare vaping to cigarette use, you know, we know, the, like you said, we know the long-term effects of cigarette use but we don't know the long-term effects of vaping yet. And that will change because this has become something that's become very popular over the past several years. So we don't really have any good long-term data on uh, the outcomes of, of vaping in the long-term. However, I am, um, from what we've seen recently, I would strongly suggest avoiding vaping simply because of these new findings of the acute lung injuries that are becoming very harmful. And that's after just short-term data. Yes, absolutely. All right, Dr. Ben Boswell, ER physician at University Hospitals. Thanks again for uh, being with us. Thank you so much for having me. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, for more health news, advice from our medical experts, and Healthy at UH podcast, go to uhhospitals.org slash blog.